Right on radio. Right on radio. On this episode of Right on Radio, the avalanche is starting to fall. This episode 36 is entitled Killery and Blyden Extortion 17 SEAL Team 6 Attack from all sides. It's all going to make sense as you go through this, but I'm going to start off with some of the biggest bombshell reporting that has happened. It came courtesy, to me at least, it came courtesy of the Next News Network. Gary Franchi, they do great work, and a reporter who got the scoop on this early, her name is Anna Cache. So I'm going to start off with an audio clip with them. It's just about 11 minutes long, but believe me, it will go by very quick, and then I'm going to come back with some more. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. My friends, we have a bombshell news report, a whistleblower, a CIA whistleblower dropping hard evidence that implicates Biden, Obama, Hillary, Brennan, that they actually executed SEAL Team 6 and covered it up. And there is audio, video and documentary proof. Now, before I get into this, if you're new here, go ahead and tap that red button down below to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you're the first to know when the latest news breaks. Now, Anna Kate, she'll be joining me in just a moment. She tweeted out yesterday, and now the story is going viral across the web. She said, breaking Alan Harrow Perot, CIA whistleblower, tells Charles Woods, the father of Tyrone Woods, who was killed in Benghazi, that Obama and Biden sent $152 billion as a cover-up for the deaths of SEAL Team 6, Alan said all of the proof will come out, documents and audio. Now, I'm going to play you the video that's attached here, okay, video of the whistleblower's own words. But first, let's get some background. Carrie Donovan from DJHJ Media reports that the full interview of the CIA whistleblower interviewed by Charles Woods and Nicholas No surfaced on Sunday where the three talk about the blackmail extortion of 152 billion US dollars sent to Iran to cover up the deaths of SEAL Team 6 by the Obama administration. Perot has extensive experience with the intelligence community and he's planning on releasing the documents this week and what he said are going to uncover numerous crime sprees. Now I personally have confirmation that the whistleblower evidence is now in the hands of a member of Congress with the means to take action. And Perot said of the evidence, a heavy price has been paid for what we are uncovering and millions of people want to see the truth has to come out. Yes, the truth has to come out. Let's take a look now at the whistleblower before we get to Anna. We'll be right back with Anna after this. You'd think you'd know not to lie about something so obvious. He said it was a Muslim burial at sea. Nonsense. And uh, so this big lie uh, that you, you see, they, Biden, Hillary, and Clinton worked this agreement with Iran. They trusted Iran to move bin Laden to Pakistan. He did. He was there. But then they trusted Iran to keep him there. They moved him out back to Iran. And then uh, the communication from Iran to Obama was, hey, uh, we got your neck in a noose. Give us, a, give us all this money, $152 billion. $2 billion on an airplane pallet was paid out for the secrets I wish to reveal now and to the president under the terms of misprision and treason. That is to say, this is a secret. These are secrets worth $152 billion paid by President Obama. And Vice President Biden paid with the blood of SEAL Team 6 when he had them killed. So it's blackmail and extortion then. Blackmail and extortion. Yeah, Iran commandeered. We have the documents to prove uh, this. Yes. 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 Now, if Iran. Yes, sir. Well, I was going to ask you, if you have those documents, are you willing to personally deliver those to President Trump if he were to provide the transportation 
and the guarantee of safety for you to do that? Well, I'm not concerned about safety. There's always an invisible hand that protects us and we're on the winning team. America's on the winning team. Not one sparrow falls to the ground outside of God's will. Yes. yes. Uh, I, it would be my pleasure and my honor to bring this material to President Trump. There's a massive amount, terabytes, documents, video, audio. I it needs to go to the president. I, I will do everything that I can to get this video. And now joining me is Anna Kate. Anna has personally seen and heard the evidence firsthand. She was there when the information was transferred to a, a person of, um, of influence in the United States government. Anna, break this all down for us. This is huge news. What are the implications for Obama, Hillary, Brennan? Uh, what did you hear on those audio recordings? First of all, I want to say, first of all, thank you, Gary, for having me on. I want to say this is the most explosive information that Americans and the entire world will ever hear. I have to say these men are heroes. Alan, Charles, Nick, they are American heroes. I, it's, it's an honor to even be a part of this. This I was not expecting this at all. I was attending American Priority Conference in Florida where Trump Doral, and they were the last ones to speak, save the last, best, best for last, because shockingly they gave this presentation dropped this benghazi bombshell on all of our heads and we're all wondering what in the world just happened i came up to um i i came up to honor 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 these wonderful men they're christian men they're spirit-filled men as a christian i wanted to honor them as american patriots and heroes and they were they basically said hey we need someone to help release this right now um would you help us and so uh, I jumped on the bandwagon. We got to my room right away, put the stuff out there. They showed me a lot of the documents. I heard the audios. I heard even more audios this morning. Gary, it is explosive. The audios that they have, um, I, I can't mention some of the names, but I'll tell you the biggest names in intelligence, the biggest names in the Obama administration, Brennan, Clinton. There's so much. It, it ties into Joe Biden. There is so much here. What this administration has done is absolute treason. Now, we all know, and not all of us actually in America are aware that something was wrong with Benghazi. Okay, there were red flags there, and there was big red flags with SEAL Team 6 who took out Osama bin Laden. Um, it was interesting timing right before Obama's re-election, how this, 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 you know, bin Laden uh, uh, raid happened. But turns out that all of these stories, they're all linked together. This was, this is the best kept secret in this country until now. It is time to come forward, and I'm I'm so blessed that this man, Alan, who has an extensive history in the Middle East, over 20 years working intelligence in the Middle East, who, uh, you know, regrets some of the things that he has done, but has come forward as a Christian saying, it's time to release this information. He has thousands of files, thousands of documents that are in the hands of, um, of these whistleblowers. So it's a team effort and a lot of media sources have this information. As you have said, a Congress person has uh, received this disc last night. I was there, it happened right in front of me. Um, we're about to see some explosive things surface. I'll tell you a little quick preview of what it's about. Obviously, you have Nick Noe, who is a Benghazi whistleblower, who reached out to Charles Woods after his son died in Benghazi. He was a sniper up on the roof in Benghazi. His father, Charles Woods, never knew what happened to Tyrone Woods. He was lied to by the Obama administration, telling them that they have done everything that they could to protect those men, which was a bold-faced lie. They did not. Uh, and Alan, if, uh, and I'm sorry, Charles Woods explains it in, the in his presentation, which is up on my YouTube if you want to see the entire presentation. He explained what he, you know, Obama wrote him a, a three-sentence letter, Gary, a three-sentence Larry, a three-sentence letter completely lying to him. Uh, and what happened was after Charles went on different interviews and it went, it went, went viral, there were intelligence people that reached out to Charles and said, that is not what happened. You were lied to. This is what happened. Uh, Benghazi, uh, Hillary Clinton and the Obama administration, they were, they were, um, 
they were sending weapons, sting, string missiles, stinger missiles from Libya to Syria, and it was going through Benghazi, and uh, they allowed all those men to uh, be taken out because of what they knew. And he also found out, in addition to that, which is insane, um, he found out more information about the SEAL Team 6 with Osama bin Laden, which is what is all, all of this is coming out. It's right. all connected together. So from, from what I've been able to gather so far, um, you know, listening to the, the whistleblower himself, looking over the different articles that have already been published uh, in conversations with people, with yourself, um, other sources. What I'm able to gather here is that, that the entire operation to take out Osama bin Laden was orchestrated with Hillary Clinton. So Hillary Clinton goes off, she sends out SEAL Team 6. They don't tell Obama. They say, Obama, you're gonna have to deal with this because they've, they've been hiding Osama bin Laden in Iran. And apparently, I mean, even CBS News punted the story back And Iran knew in, about it. And Iran knew about it. They were hiding him there. Back in 2010, CBS News punted a story because they thought it would be harmful to uh, to Barack Obama. So it, it was actually known, uh, but they, they dropped the ball. So what ends up happening is you have the SEAL Team 6 goes in, Hillary orders the hit, and then uh, Iran sends um, Osama bin Laden down to that, that hideout where he was supposedly hiding, but then they switch him out last minute. They switch him out last minute, yes. SEAL Team 6 goes in there, and they they kill the decoy. And now they go up in the air, they, they finish their mission, but now they all know that they didn't kill Osama bin Laden, but America, everyone's celebrating in front of the White House that very moment. So now you've got a serious problem on your hands. And Iran says, guess what? We're gonna tell the world that you lied to your people unless you send us the money. Is that basically what we're talking? Right on radio. Right on radio. Well, if that wasn't a bombshell enough, the reason this episode is called Attack from All Sides is because it literally is coming at Hillary, Joe Biden, Obama, Brennan, all these guys from so many different angles coming out today that there's no way they can avoid it or spin it. And the next few days promise to be so amazing with the information coming out. So listen, we're going to get into the episode here. Jesse and I discuss it. But then at the end of our brief discussion, kind of laying out some of the different arrows that are coming from all directions, I'm going to play the audio of the U.S. congressman that was mentioned before by Anna Keisha and Gary Francie with Joe Biden's fix-it guy. And, of course, Alan Perot, the CIA whistleblower. There's money involved, but it's the admission in the very last few seconds that shows you Congress knew Osama bin Laden was alive and living in Iran after he was killed. And, by the way, Obama isn't the only president implicated. you got to listen to this. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Right on radio. Right on radio. Boom. Things are going off like crazy. Wow, it is coming from everywhere. The Trump administration is in the, on the offensive and whistleblowers are coming out. My name is Jeff, and I'm with... Jesse. We are here to sort through the flurry of bombshells that's going on right now, and it literally is coming in every single direction. The mainstream media has been trying to ignore the biggest stories in the world right now, but they are going to have no choice but to cover this stuff, and it's coming at them from so many angles. There's no way 
they're going to be able to spin this in a timely manner to get it going. So let me just give you a quick overview of some of the things that are coming out. First of all, there's lots of stuff on Joe Biden. So he's involved in many of these stories. Hillary Clinton's emails are coming out. Pompeo's releasing them. And there's some big stuff in there. And then there's a CIA whistleblower who basically ties Killary and Leiden into, you know, assassinating a SEAL Team 6. And Osama bin Laden wasn't even killed. The whole thing was a big lie. And there's proof. There's audio. There's video. There's Congress people on tape. There's all kinds of CIA assets. Joe Biden's fixer is in on the conversations. And I'm going to put some of those tapes into this so you can listen. But Jesse, my head is spinning. Oh, and I didn't even mention Giuliani has got thousands of pictures that he says that the Chinese and Russia are using for blackmail against certain people, probably Joe Biden. Um, and he's going to be releasing these over the next five days. Jesse, what do we start with? It, there is just so much. It's hard to pick one spot, but, you know, let's start with Biden. Um, you know, we've got stuff coming out. It started kind of with um, documents this morning that were released um, about Biden and Joe. And why don't you go into that a little bit? I mean, well, that's so, yeah, so there's, there's a document released right now and let me just pull up the article here, actually. Um, da, 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 da. So it was actually made from the uh, New York Post. And uh, this is a, a, a tweet from Kaylee McEnany, the official press secretary of the President of the United States. New yeah, I call her the from, annihilator. Yeah, I, I call her machine gun Kaylee. <laughs> I wouldn't want to face off with her. No, <laughs> no. Uh, and He's annihilating everything in her path here. <laughs> he comes prepared. So new email from Ukrainian executive to Hunter Biden asks Hunter to use his influence on behalf of firm paying him 50K a month in email with subjects urgent at, uh, issue obtained by New York post and of course father joe biden was in charge of ukraine relations at the same time but that isn't the only biden and hunter biden story out today today there's photos released of hunter biden uh clearly intoxicated uh, you know um showing off and and you know, taking picture. There's a picture of him asleep in his bed with a cig cigarette hanging out of his mouth, um, basically in a bathtub, just wasted out of his mind. Uh, obviously, I can't prove that. I don't have a toxicology expert here, but, you know, looking at him, he was pretty wasted. So we've got all that stuff. We've got Joe Biden officially indicted. I believe this happened last week in the Ukraine. So he's under serious investigation uh, over there, and the man is still running for president, Jesse. How does this happen? I mean, I'm at a loss for words. How can, you know, somebody be running for office who is so implicated in so many nefarious things? And, you know, once you see the, it, it's not even that the stuff is hidden, like it's been out there, it's, it's been kind of open to the public to see. Um, you know, I, I was watching video last night. Good dog, uh, did a compilation where he showed all the different, um, some different interviews that Anna Kate put out and we'll talk about her in a few minutes. But, um, one of the videos that he posted was from shortly after, um, or actually it was like right before SEAL Team 6 was taken out. And it was the video where Biden literally, you know, outs them. And, yeah. Uh, he he you know, literally it, put their name out. Right. You, you never put your special operations forces names out there. Exactly. And, you know, in going back to Joe's son, I mean, what a, what is a young kid who has no experience you know, really no international connections at all. 
how is this person making $50,000? And I want to say that was, that was a, how often that was more than it just in a year that was monthly. Yeah. Well, and he got a $3.5 million settlement from that. It came out last week that the mayor of Russia, uh, his wife gave Hunter Biden $3.5 million. Uh, He walks out of China with a $1.5 billion deal. Listen, Goldman Sachs could not have pulled off that deal in China. But somehow, the vice president's son, who's traveling on Air Force Two with his dad, like Joe China, is, you know, getting all this stuff. Listen, the Biden has been so corrupt for so many years. And, you know, what? what's uh, what's the name of the author? He did Clinton Cash as well. The most brilliant writer. It just escapes me at the moment. But, uh, you know, he's got a whole book on it. And the entire Biden family has got rich off of Joe being in office. But before we get into this big bombshell story about SEAL Team 6 and everything else, there's something else that came up. And this may be related but we're going to see how it plays out. I think Jesse's going to give us a little bit of a teaser, but some of Hillary's emails have been released and they're on the uh, state.gov website. And there's one email that caught your attention, Jesse. Tell us about this one. Yeah. There's one where it has a very particular name in it. And that name is giggle mesh. And for people who are biblical scholars or who've been through seminary or some Bible colleges cover that, but Gigglemesh was, was basically a giant. Um, it was said that he was somebody who had eternal life. Um, you know, so, so in that land uh, in Iran is believed to be where he was buried. If he, you know, some of the stories say he had eternal life. Other things say he was buried. So they've been searching for his tomb and grave for a very but he was long he was a time. Nephilim, right? Right. He Which was one of, the, one of the Nephilim. Uh, so that would be the the offspring of an angelic being and a human. And so it's interesting that that came out um, as being the topic in one of Hillary's emails. Um, and it was pretty brief, like it doesn't say a whole lot. Uh, but there's some interesting things that could come out of that because, you know, I've heard some stories from different veterans and things that I've worked with that um, there were some major things going on in the Iranian, Iranian and then the Benghazi area in particular. And that those things dealt with... Uh, mass amounts of children being killed um there were some pictures that had been leaked that um that showed the the special military teams and they were uh basically with giants and one of them showed they were exhuming a giant body from that area and so what's interesting is that we're not hearing anything about these special teams that had been there prior to SEAL Team 6 going in. And, you know, Jeff, do you know anything about uh, kind of the special things that specialized SEAL teams do, like what their focus usually is when they go in and do missions? Well, I do. So they're obviously their operations are kept secret for the most part until D class comes many years, but they usually will do reconnaissance or they'll go in and just, you know, literally they'll take it. If, if there's an American hostage or something like that, they'll take it. But mostly most of the time they're doing Intel. Right. Right. And reconnaissance and um, you know, so so that's what's interesting about the part of this situation is that um, there were some leaked things about stuff going on in that area and this other team. And then you never hear about what happened to these other, this other team. And, you know, you just hear about SEAL Team 6. 
but, but let's gonna, let's open up that discussion. Let's let's so, uh, let the well, can so out. We're going to tie in Iran <laughs> here. Uh, we're going to tie in Benghazi because that's a big part of this as well. We're going to tie in Pakistan, mm-hmm. and this doesn't listen. As much as I like to blame re- regime leader Hussein for most things, he actually got duped in this one. And then he had to cover up. And so we're going to get into the story. But it also, it started with George Bush. Because Osama bin Laden was flown out of the United States. He was escorted out. And they knew that. And by the way, there's pretty good intelligence. And this is opinion. This is some speculation. I don't have the article in front of me to prove it, uh, but he was a CIA operative. And then they made him the patsy for 911, essentially. But what happens here is let's start with Benghazi. Benghazi is being used to ship weapons in and out and getting it into, you know, other militias' hands. This is the off the books programs that they do. Although in this particular case, what happens is Hillary and Joe Biden, it's the allegation, send stinger missiles through to the Taliban through Benghazi. So why did Benghazi have to burn? Oh, (laughs) There might be evidence there. <laughs> right. Right? Then, well, and these weren't even these weren't even decommissioned or declassified weapons. You know, these were things that basically they were supplying, you know. Yeah, but they're supposed to only give weapons. small arms. You don't give stingray missiles. <laughs> like this is crazy. But yeah. but they wanted so what happens is Iran has been hiding uh, Osama bin Laden for years. It's well known. And the audio tapes, and I'm going to attach one of the audio tapes into this broadcast that confirms that the U.S. congressman knew it. Um, Joe Biden's chief of staff knew it. Uh, there's documents that are coming out with Joe Biden's signatures. Like there's evidence, there's video, there's audio everything backing this up we're just paraphrasing the story that's being alleged now but all of the information has been given to a u.s congressman and president trump is well aware of this because he actually retweeted the story done on newsmax tv she can't talk to you right now so so here's here's what's happening Obama was struggling to get for the re-election. He wanted to get a trophy kill. And Hillary Clinton and that wanted to cover up their tracks and other things. So Hillary and Joe Biden send this stingray missile through Benghazi and, you know, a couple other places. They get it into Pakistan. They send in SEAL Team 6. Now, Iran has actually provided Osama bin Laden to be at the place where SEAL Team 6 was going to assassinate him, where everyone saw the operation happen. He was there. But Iran, apparently they don't negotiate in good faith. (laughs) So they pull him out two days before this. They put a lookalike in. SEAL Team 6 goes in, and they go in and they kill Osama bin Laden, but they find out that they actually killed a lookalike. And then they get the order to dump his body at sea. Does everyone remember that? Now, Muslims don't get dumped into the sea. If they're getting them a proper burial, they're buried underground and their heads are pointed towards Mecca, is my understanding. Do you know anything about more about that, Jesse? Yeah, um, well, I know uh, Alan Perot, who was bringing that out, 
you know, talked about why they're not buried at sea. It's because the water can turn the body and then they're not facing east. So um, it's, it's very important for them that they know the body's facing east towards Mecca. So he said they just, they would not bury at sea at all. Yeah, and Alan Perot is the guy who's really broke the story. He is the whistleblower. He's come out publicly. Um, I think he's going to adopt the name The Wizard very soon. So, because he, he certainly looks like a wizard in the video that's out there. And it's gone viral, by the way. Uh, except, you know, except on Facebook, because I posted it on a, three of my pages, and apparently the uh, the censors said that it's fake and it's uh, not allowed on Facebook. So let me get back to the story. So Iran pulls out Osama bin Laden and Hillary was the one who called the thing to make the kill. And then they told Obama after the operation was already in progress. So he couldn't pull it off, pull back. So he gets duped by Hillary and Joe. Then Iran calls and says, ha, ha, ha. We still got Osama. Your whole big thing that the whole country's celebrating is a big lie, and we're going to expose it. We want $150 billion. Remember the pallets of cash? We just thought it was part of the Iran deal. Except he sent $152 billion in cash. Because $2 billion is alleged to have to come back to keep everyone on the U.S. side quiet. So $2 billion is a lot of money. Yeah, that is. Well, you know, I know they're saying that's kind of what the story is, but, you know, I'm questioning if if there's more to be revealed or uncovered in all of this. Um, it, it's hard for me to believe as high of a position as Obama is and knowing that he'd be the one giving orders to Joe and uh, Hillary, it's hard for me to believe that that he was duped or naive about any of this. My other th- question and thought um, that's in the back of my mind is, did Iran have Osama at all? Um, you know, was he being held or... Uh, would be a better word, um, kept in hiding here in the United States all along. And the whole thing was a farce, um, you know, that was meant to cover up other things. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. So, you know, according to Alan Perot and the whistle, the whistleblower and the evidence they have, they, they, they have pretty firm evidence that he was in Iran, at least for a period of time and in a safe house. But you brought up something interesting. I'm glad you did because I had this thought as well. So there's $150 billion sent in pallets of cash to Iran to cover up this thing about Osama bin Laden not being killed in Pakistan. But I think it's actually bigger than that. Because that's just one aspect of the story. What was Osama bin Laden originally accused of? 911. Right. So this is all going to lead back to New York City and 911 and a huge cover up. And And again, not only Osama. Uh, or sorry, Obama, (laughs) I'm getting these names mixed up today, but not only Obama, but it's going to go back to Bush. And, you know, anyone who's kind of been in the truther movement for a little while now uh, knows that they're they're really in the same club, or they were. Uh, You know, it really didn't matter who won the election. Uh, It was going to be rigged either way, and especially if McCain got in or or Osama, or Obama, rather, uh, you know, they're both both essentially terrorists against the U.S. Yeah. So, wow, this is just such a flurry of stuff coming out right now. And, uh, and as I say, I just wanted to read this last little one here to you, Jesse. Um, Rudy Giuliani 
The stuff we are in possession of contains thousand plus photos that are from highly, highly inappropriate to illegal. Everything that the American people are going to look at over the next five days, China has been looking at for a long time. <laughs> That's a great line, but... <laughs> uh... well, well, so what Giuliani says is he, you know, he says he's, you know, done these uh, requests and that for the, you know, the FISA warrants and that, but he always did them against China and Russia and stuff like that. And he knows that their intelligence is, if we've got the dirt, they've got the dirt. And that's essentially what he's implying. Uh, who are these pictures of? And, you know, inappropriate or illegal was kind of a specific term. I think inappropriate. I mean, you know, that one rules out, you know, they're all, most of these people are, over age so it rules out they're not going to be sitting in the tub with a cigar and you know plastered these are not pictures like that no um, inappropriate is very specific and you know i think that uh in my mind it automatically goes to this is going to be showing forth some of the sexual crimes of these people or ritual crimes um you know, there's not much else that people could really say about adults that would be illegally inappropriate. Yeah, because pretty much everything's out there for that. But you know, with I think I think you're right. I think that's where it's going. I think it's some of the blackmail stuff, and uh, perhaps this is uh, tying back to Wiener's laptop that's been in the news a lot. Now, just th just think of all the angles that they're coming at Hillary <laughs> with right now. They've got they've got her basically creating the whole Russia Gate thing, and uh, and Obama went along with it, of course, and Joe, and they've got the Michael Flynn part. Uh, we've got her emails. There's PizzaGate, that's uh, which is what you're referring to, uh, and they're releasing more of her stuff on that. Uh, they've got, they've proved that they have all the communications, like, and one thing I got to say about Hillary, and this is going to be a bit of a shocking statement, but I'm actually kind of impressed <laughs> how this lady can multitask the amount of illegal crap she had going on and the kind of genius plans in, in a way, you right. know? When well, she does this, she true. perhaps was the most qualified to be the president of the United States <laughs> in 2016. She is a very efficient multitasker <clears throat> organizer. This is true. Um, <laughs> you know, you got to think too. I mean, this also includes Brennan. So you've got the whole military side of things as well. Brennan's out. implied about three ways from Sunday and all of this stuff too. Because he's implied in this uh, SEAL Team 6 thing. He's implied in, in uh, Obamagate, Spygate. Uh, he's implied everywhere. And and listen, we right. know how bad Brennan is. Listen, Brennan's a Satanist, communist dude who hates you and your family. So, you know, good on, uh, good on, get, I'd, I'd like to see him perp walked. Jesse, is there a reason why they've expanded Guantanamo Bay to about four times its original size? in the last three years? I do believe there is. Um, I just don't even know where to start with that. But, you know, I remember back when I was a kid hearing stories about the horrific things that were happening to the prisoners there who were from Iraq or Iran or, or Muslim prisoners, you know, and especially the waterboarding. Um, you know, the stories like that just really scared me as a kid. And to think now that, like, those aren't the people who are going to be there, you know, that it's our own countrymen and women, and that there's that many that they have to expand this. I mean, I know the indictments the last time, big number I heard, it was up to like 184,000. And we really have to specify this is just in our government, state, local, federal government. That's the only people those numbers are including. 
A normal well, this, amount of indictments in a year is about one to two thousand. Right, and and this does not include the outside people who or the the higher level people in this Luciferian occult who are involved in this. Um, those individuals have not even come up yet. So we're talking a mass amount here. You know, it's just crazy to think. You know, I think. How did we vote or not vote, but how did so many of these people get into our government system on every level? Well, yeah, you know, that's the, it's the old process. You get one in and then they, uh, they just start hiring the rest of the people. And then they, then you can influence from this position to that position and, Look, they've had the get. They've had the plan for you know hundreds of years. They've been at it. They've been master plotting this for a long, long time. We're just catching up. This is the great awakening. I'm telling you, it is. I mean, what are your thoughts on how? What are your thoughts on the expansion of Gitmo? Well, so actually, let me. Okay, I'm going to ask you to talk for a minute because okay. I'm going to look up <laughs> Gitmo on Google Earth. For, you know, some of the things I've heard is that they're, that this expansion includes that they, they have more than one ship or boat that will be at sea with these people. Um, as we oh. know, Gitmo's like a tra it's like a traveling prison. It doesn't have to be docked. Um, you know, so some of that just really fascinates me. What I think kind of humorous in some of this is, you know, for people who may not be aware, um, with Glenn Maxwell, they brought out the whole Terra Mar project. And basically, people who, you know, were part of that project, they were able to buy passports that made them citizens of the ocean. So they don't have any um, citizenship to any one country. Um, they use that passport to say that they're citizens of all country, land, and sea. So what I find kind of ironic is that for these people who are going to end up in Gitmo, literally they will be citizens on the sea, on the water, and, uh, you know, they'll be pretty confined to that citizenship. <laughs> Okay, I've got it coming up here. Just give me a second. I gotta scroll out a little bit. So I'm looking at Guantanamo Bay, and it's the road names that are around it that were really telling. Uh, where? Oh, yeah, let's see. It's like Deep State Drive. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some of that. I mean, I've seen some of these. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like, you know, and this thing is huge now. So, yeah, listen, this, I'm not seeing it come up from this angle. I got to look, relook. I don't want to waste everyone's time on it right now, but have some fun. The evidence is there. They've actually named some of these things like Deep State Drive. Yeah, Except they, they did named... it backwards. You have to, uh, you have to rearrange the letters. Right, and then they name some of the like special areas where the prisoners congregate. Um, they had renamed some of those areas too, where you know it. I was just like, "What?" I mean, it's like a scary, you know, haunted uh, Candyland. <laughs> You're like, "What? What in the world is?" going on with this <laughs> so this is an amazing time and we're gonna have more on these stories but you know just that there's arrows coming every single way right now and uh you know joe biden seems to be in a lot of trouble uh so does hillary uh you know <clears throat> the cucumber club says the uh first arrest will shock the world and Actually, let me pull this up before I uh, before we end here, because I'm, I'm I'm you know I mean I could be wrong. I'm just gonna put it out there, just to put it out there. Um, but since the first arrest could shock the world, 
you know, there's still a question in my mind. I haven't seen 100% confirmation yet. So, you know, could it possibly be Osama bin Laden? Is he dead? That I'm going to put that out there. Well, you know what? Listen, and, and it's anyone's guess. And of course, we're just guessing at this point. But one of the things that I would point out to everyone, because what I've been finding in, in going through the Cucumber Club is going back to the very beginning of their their posts. And the very first post that the Cucumber Club did was on October 28th of 2017. And here's what it says. HRC extradition already in motion. Effective yesterday with several countries in case of cross-border run. Passport approved to be flagged effective 10.30-12.01 a.m. Expect massive riots organized in defiance and others fleeing the U.S. to occur. USMs will conduct the operation while NG activated. So U.S. military will conduct the operation while National Guard is activated. Proof check, locate a National Guard member and ask if they're activated for duty. 1030 across most major cities. So 1030 is the date they're claiming. And, they, and they, they've always said future proves past. Right. Now, let's tie this in with a couple other things. Trump says he has a, uh, an, an antidote for the virus, right? A, what do you call that? To, you know, the injection. The vaccine. The vaccine. So he's got a vaccine, and he says he's going to use the military to distribute it. That way there's no going through anyone else, but he gets the place. And where are the hot spots for the viruses? All in the big democratic cities where all the riots have been happening. National Guard is on standby and ready. He's putting the military out there. So let me just read this last part again. Expect massive riots organized in defiance and others fleeing the U.S. to occur. U.S. military will conduct the operation while National Guard activated. 10.30. So it's saying that she is going to be arrested. It said will be arrested between 7.45 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. October 30th. Now it does say 2017, but they do use deltas in this right. and some of it is codes, right? Right. So, wow, this is just blowing my mind. Yeah. Oh, by the way, what was the name of the helicopter that the SEAL Team 6 was shot down in? Oh, I had seen that. I don't... Um, Extortion. 17. Was Obama being extorted by Iran? Sure sounds like it by the allegations. Yeah. 17. Huh. That's, that's just a familiar a... number. That, that's the number of cucumbers we like to grow in our garden. So why would they call it the, you know, the, the, the symbolism will be their downfall. My goodness. Extortion 17. What? It's just amazing. <laughs> Anyways, I've been tongue-tied this entire episode. Um, <laughs> just, my head is you know, its just spinning in so many directions. Jesse, we've got a big guest coming on tomorrow. Let's not announce it, but tomorrow's podcast, you definitely want to hear. Let's just, right. let's just say he could be a very important person in the government. Exactly. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, and then, way. you know, I kind of want to, um, if people want to listen to more, to hear the different videos um, coming out, um, Good Dog Show from last night on Good Dog Q-Bits, um, he had...
the interviews of the SEAL Team 6 parents, um, the interviews with Anna Kate, who broke the story, uh, it, the interviews with Alan Perot, um, the audio tapes of Alan talking with the different um, people, politicians and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, it's a great resource. There's hours, he's got hours from last night with these different um, evidential things on there. So I would encourage people, if you want to get caught up and know the full extent of what's going on, um, catch Good Dog's show from last night. Yeah, I, I highly recommend Good Dog. And he's been a guest on this program already. He really does dig in. And, uh, you know, sometimes he includes a lot of the president's speeches and the, you know, uh, White, White House press briefings and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, there's other information in there, too. And you can, you know, if you need to, you can skip by some of the other stuff. Perhaps you already saw the speech from the president, etc. But you might want to uh, to jump in. Oh, oh, there's something brand new. Oh, we got to stay on for that. You got to find out what's going on. All right. Hold on. I got to go back here. And refresh. Might have come across a breaking moment here. Okay, I gotta, I gotta do some digging on this. <laughs> oh, okay, you're not gonna tell us. Oh. Okay, well, listen, I, yeah, I can. Uh, so there's a couple. Uh, first one is information war hair, uh, warfare. They can no longer hide in the shadows. Oh, oh my goodness. No, there's that. a whole bunch here. <laughs> well, we kind of talked about the information warfare that they're getting hit by so much coming out all at once in so many different directions. There's no way for them to fight all that information nor be able to suppress or hide it. So there, there's an information overload right now. And, and the these people... They can't fight that. So then there's a post that says there with th just three pictures. One is a post of President Trump at the White House. Uh, this is going back, uh, I guess, about a month or so. And the the little banner on the bottom of the screen says Trump. QAnon people love our country. Then there's that beautiful. Uh, picture of a sunrise that says God woke you up for a reason and then there's a meme with President Trump playing the violin and it says my next piece is called nothing can stop what is coming <laughs> <laughs> well what's interesting about that is that you know the sunrise could be both the great awakening but also can be Operation Sunrise that I wonder if this is the call out that, you know, it's full effect right now. And now the pain is coming. Wow. Yeah, well, I, I certainly sense pain is coming. <laughs> that's, that's for sure, Jesse. Anyways, listen, I'm going to just at the end of this here, I'm going to put on a couple of those, uh, those snippets. Uh, actually, probably I'll put it in a little bit at the beginning and the end to give some context to this because I was tongue tied. You were brilliant as always. But my mind is just going 100 miles an hour, and there's so much stuff coming out here, but we'll uh, we'll be keeping you updated. This is a huge story, and the mainstream media yeah. and the people involved cannot run from this. Jesse, I'm going to see you tomorrow. Sounds good. And thank you again for listening to Right On Radio. Please like, subscribe, and share. Don't forget, love your God, love your family, love your family, love your neighbors, and make a difference in your community. Right on, right on, right on. And now to finish up the episode, I'm going to play you the audio tape that was provided by the CIA whistleblower, Alan Howell Parrott, He's talking with Congressman Weldon and Brian Edinger, 
Brian's attorney and longtime fix-it guy. This audio clip is only about six minutes long, but there's substantial evidence built in. I hope you enjoy. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to Ride On Radio, and stay tuned. We've got some doozy episodes coming up for you in the very near future. Kurt, it's Alan Perot. I'm going to put you on the phone with myself and Brian Ettinger. I told you who Brian is. He's a good friend and a trusted partner of mine. He um, he has access. He doesn't get paid. He does this as a favor for Biden with the Interagency Organized Crime Task Force that works with our agencies. Yes. But he's also very close to Biden on a number of issues. He was his former staffer. Excellent. I trust him with my life and we're business partners. So I'm going to have you. I've told him about you. You don't have to go through all the background about who you are. Okay. But I want you to tell him the most recent situation, and uh, and then Brian and I are going to talk about it because uh, we're going up to New York together. So we'd like to put you on speakerphone now and introduce you. Yes. Alan, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Let me put the volume up. All right, you've got to speak loudly. This is Brian Ettinger. Yes, sir. How are you? Very well, sir. How how are you, Brian? Speak very loud, Alan, so we can hear you. We're in a car. And Kurt told me about, I guess, the latest incident was uh, with, with uh, Governor Richardson. And uh, he, gave, he went through your background and who you are and the people that you previously contacted. And he indicated that, you know, you were going to try to get Susan Collins and Lieberman uh United together to go in and see the to brief the president or the vice president about the situation. You are correct. Uh, and I understand you're, you're you know you're into you're the preservation of Falcons. I know I'm sure you do know most of the royal members of the royal family because that's what they hunt with this Falcon, as well as Ben Lodge, uh and uh, used to hunt with Falcons. So the, well, sir, sir, I worked exclusively for President Sheikh Zayed, the former, the late president of the United Arab Emirates. I lived with him and his family for 20 years. I also trained falcons for the Saudi crown prince before he became King Abdullah. Uh, yes, uh, falconry is the Rosetta Stone for Al-Qaeda. I met Victor Boot in Sheikh Zayed's falconry camps, and recently, between November 2004 and up until recently my team members have met Osama bin Laden six times inside Iran we have repeatedly notified the US government and only received uh, first we were ignored then we were obstructed and then we were threatened I mean that doesn't surprise me uh, uh, there's a friend of mine who's an international hunter and he hunts with falcons with the royal family of the UAE and his name is uh, Saeed uh, Khan Karatra. Yes. And I don't know if you know Saeed, but he takes them in the Himalayas uh, to go this mountain goat. They go hunting with the royal family there. Yes. And he told me about a year ago that, uh, because he, he has a house also in Quetta, he told me that uh, he knew recently that Ben Laden was in northern Iran, and that he's an American citizen, and told people at the embassy, and they, they ignored him uh, like the plague. Uh, uh, I haven't told you this, but on my most recent trip to Kuwait, uh, I was with my two closest friends there, Sheikh Mohammed, who's the foreign minister, deputy prime minister, uh, and former U.S. ambassador, and Sheikh Saud, who was the ambassador during Desert Storm. Yes. And it was George Bush, the father's closest friend in the Middle East. Yes. He's a very close friend of mine, and we were having a private dinner with his son, Noah, who's another really close friend of mine. And uh, we got to talking about Bin Laden, and I said, Sheikh Saud, where do you think he is? He said, oh, Kurt. He said, there's no doubt, he's in Iran. Yeah, I just told Kurt, I said, no, the, the, the better way of doing it, if Susan Collins and Lieberman are on board, I wouldn't go see Obama, I'd go see Biden. And Brian can arrange that uh Brian can arrange that directly, Alan. Here's a here's the problem, sir. Uh, 
We have identified with documentation three mechanisms used by the Bush administration to covertly engineer bin Laden's house arrest inside Iran. We have identified two mechanisms used by this administration uh, to continue the legacy. And Hillary Clinton's fingerprints are all over this, and Leon Panetta's fingerprints are all over this. We will have tremendous opposition. Right on radio. Right on radio.